that is your best source for additional business. You're sitting on another 10000 a month right there in that database. Don't you think it would be important to consistently ask them to do business with you? Hi, this is Michael Sonoff with HardToFindSeminars.com and Consulting Secrets. Here's an exciting one-hour opportunity analysis that I did with a gentleman who's a small business owner who has a tanning bed salon, and he wanted to grow his business. Now, what I want you to keep in mind here in comparing to some of my other opportunity analysis is how easy the sale was made. And the reason the sale was made easily is because this gentleman knew exactly what he needed. He was on my side, this is probably one of the best examples I've seen of having a qualified prospect. So as you listen to this, and as you listen to me take this gentleman through the opportunity analysis, listen for all the buying signals. Listen how he's on my side. Listen how he's motivated to grow his business. Listen how he find the hidden assets in his business to use that money to grow the business. And listen how I'm able to simply invite him to doing the USP for $1,500. It's a great example of how and why you should only be talking with qualified prospects. And this is a wonderful example of that. So I hope you enjoy. Hello, Mike. Hey, George. How are you? Great. Yourself? Let me start off by just explaining what I would say to you at the beginning. I don't know how much I told you yesterday when we talked on the phone about who I am and why we're getting together today. So let me just tell you quickly a little bit about what I do. What I do and what my consulting company does is I work with business owners, people like yourself, helping them to maximize their marketing success. Now, most of my clients, they're small to medium-sized companies, similar to yours, with sales under $5 million per year. And I work in a unique marketing approach, different than a lot of other marketing consultants. I look at all your marketing assets, the things that are sitting in your business that you don't really realize are an asset, and I find ways to leverage and optimize those. You already have these assets in place. So because I'm trying to leverage existing marketing assets, you can often realize some pretty dramatic and profitable growth without having to invest a bunch of money or make a lot of significant changes in your business operation. So what I'd like to do is today I'd like to take a look at your business and see where you are and where you're going and how you're going to get there and see if there may be some ways that I can help you grow your business. Does that make sense? Yes. Not every business that I've talked to has these assets, but that's why we're talking today. We're going to see if we can find some stuff that we can leverage and help you grow without dumping more money into advertising. First, let me tell you another difference in the way we work is we work strictly on a project-by-project basis, and depending on what we do, the fee for each one of these projects can be anywhere from 800 bucks to $2,000 a project. But most businesses we work with fall into one or three different situations. Now, one, they're either doing okay but want to do better, or two, they're kind of stagnant and there's not much growth, and three, they're declining in revenue. Can you tell me where you are now? You're the first one. I'm the first one. My business is improving in sales and clientele base. I believe that it's a loss to be like probably double it. Now it could happen. I've got lots of materials that also know that they're going to help. 
what I'm struggling to do is implement those ideas, execute those plans. You know, I could listen to all those marketing materials. My thing is I'm a kind of an individual that quick starts. I start things I don't really follow through. Well, that's another thing that separates our HMA system is that our consultants do the implementation for you rather than just give you a bunch of material for you to do it yourself. So we know that you're busy operating your tanning salon business and you're busy in the business, and that's why most business owners never really act on the marketing advice that they see in the books and tapes. So that is one thing that separates our HMA consultants is that we actually implement them for you so you can do what you do best, and that's running the business. Actually, I devote my time to this marketing. I'm not in the business. I work on the business. Uh, at this point, I have six employees that are working. I should say that my main business is real estate. Is real estate. Yes. I buy and sell. I buy and hold. I flip. And that's what I do, and that's where my probably most of my time is going. Well, we're going to keep on track for this conversation today. We're going to be talking about your retail tanning salon. Well, let's get into it. So you want to double the business. I don't know if we're going to be able to do that, but let's take a look. And let's start with looking at what we call a USP, a unique selling proposition. And what I'm going to be looking for as I ask you some questions, I'm going to look for under-promoted USPs. And I'm going to look for the expertise about you and your staff experience, what makes you competitive compared to other tanning salons, looking at price differentiations, and things like that. So I want to ask you, why should people do business with you? Why should they come to your tanning salon? And why don't you tell me, what is your business called? Tell me, where is it located and how long it's been operating? And then let's get into why you think people should do business with you. First of all, we're offering unique service. How long have you had it? Now, this business has been there from 2001. I purchased the business in 2004. Uh, since that time, when I... Purchase of business, I was able to double the clientele, double the sales. That's for a year and a half. And how many beds do you have? Six in total. Just about to put another one. And is it in a retail location? Where is it situated? It is in Trip Plaza, in heart of like residential area. Geographically, this is the target market that they go on vacation twice a year. They come to us just before the vacation to pretend. We deal to our clients on a personal level, help them really what they want to achieve and help them achieve those, those things instead of really being there and sell. We really care about them. Uh, we know most of our clients by first name, which is a 2,000 clientele. When a person walks in, he feels comfortable. What I want to say is the service that we are offering, we are making it for people, to clients, to feel that they don't go to some place that just take their money. We are offering them the expertise. Our stuff is certified. And that's what I think is, is the difference between the competitors and us. We're kind of a small place that people come in and relax and have the, like, the best 20 minutes of their day. 
What I hear you saying is where your other competitions may treat people more like a number in and out rather than a person. Where you come to your place, there's only six beds. You know everyone by name. They feel comfortable coming in. You're uh, friendly service, kind of like a neighborhood feel. Exactly. And you feel like that's why people come to you. Exactly. Most of my competition in the area are big franchises. But then you might have thought of them. There are another two. They are company operated with a manager who is running them. And, and those managers are on a salary base. Now, they have the system in place. I could see that they are able to get much more clientele and uh, service more people. Just because of the system they have in place and all those marketing, for me, it's really a neighborhood and we have a relationship to the client. How's your price compared to the uh, competition? I don't want to be price competitive business, but we offer better value. I match their prices. One of them is uh, 10 Unlimited, close to where we are. And their strategy is to get people in the door with a small membership or something of $20 a month and they give them with just $20 for them to use some of their basic bags. They also get them in for uh, one year with a post-dated check or a monthly withdrawal from their account. I am uh, different than that. I have the, like the same 24.95 unlimited for a month but there is no contract or no membership required. How do you accept the money? Does it automatically charge on their card? They come in and they pay for a month, and the next month they might not come in and pay again. What they have is the first month is $39. Every month after that is $24.95. As long as they come in and renew their unlimited month mm -hmm. before or on the date that expires. What are your customers coming in for? They're coming in to tan. The location is convenient to them, and also they find a good value. Okay, but why are they tanning? They're getting tanned before they go on vacation? That's one reason, yes. Yeah. To prepare them so they don't get burned? Uh, what's another reason? Another reason is throughout the year, they just want to have healthy-looking skin, like some them. Another reason is there is a source of vitamin D, and uh, also, I have people who are having a seasonal affective disorder throughout the winter months. Sometimes they've been prescribed sun tanning from their doctors. Sometimes they know once they come in there, they feel the energy. I think the main reason is because I ask every person how was it after the tan, and 95% it was so relaxed. That's the main reason. The benefit is getting the healthy look skin. How about the uh, safety issue of tanning? There's a lot of negative publicity. Those people that are coming in, they know it's just something that's going on. They never experienced it them themselves. Is it safe to come tan at your beds? It is. It is much better. The number one reason is the UV light is not different than the UV that's coming from the sun. Those negative publicity that they go off is the sun's been on the earth for a million years and everyone needs the sun. 
Uh, what's not good is overexposure. If you overexpose yourself, you get chances of like the skin cancer and things like that. Indoor tanning, we control the exposure. So better to have indoor tanning than outdoor tanning. Just because we're going to control the exposure, gradually increasing the timing. That's how we help people not to burn from the first time they go on vacation. Okay, wonderful. You talk about a lot of things that really do separate you from all the other tanning salons out there. Do your employees know this and understand this? They go on training. Yes, they do. Mm -hmm. But also, I have a really high turnover, like, on the employees. Most of them are uh, young students. It's very hard to find a person who is stay longer. Now, what I want to also say, two of my staff, they've been with me for a year and a half now. They tell me they're going to be with me for the rest of their workforce life. Well, what we're talking about isn't really communicated over to the customers or to potential prospects. Is that true? Yes, exactly. I want to have a system in place, a referral system. I also want to have a marketing newsletter like direct mail. Also offer them, we just did uh, like mail, some um, selling proposition. Yeah, I see the pieces you sent me. They're very pretty and everything, but they don't really say much. They don't have a reason why, a USP, a compelling reason. Why should someone come to your tanning bed? That's got to be integrated all through your marketing, the way you answer the phone, the brochure that someone gets when they come in or take home with them. It could be posted inside the room where they're tanning. This message has got to be drilled into all your customers and your potential prospects. Now, do you see if we could integrate that message to your existing customers and potential prospects how that can grow your business even more? Yes, I could see. Below the logo, I have uh, the tag which says your daily oasis awaits. I don't have it open right now. Your daily oasis awaits. Oasis that not. means nothing. That's not succinct not enough. Selling proposition, no, think. it is not. But so you understand, if we get a selling proposition on your brochures, integrated on the phone, on an answering recording when no one's getting there, in the rooms, on your invoices, every time you touch a customer or a potential prospect, how that could grow your business. That's one way we can do that, and that's develop a strong USP that can be consistent through all the touches of your customers, like I just mentioned in the example. Number two, one thing that we do with a business, once we have that integrated, once we have that USP developed, then we would leverage that, that current marketing process. So when I ask you these questions, what I'm going to be looking for are some other hidden assets in your business as far as when you have potential prospects to see if we can increase the sales of your business. Can you tell me about your current prospect to sales process? How are you getting your customers right now mainly? Mainly by location. Okay, they're walk-in trade? Yes, and drive-by. So they see the sign and they come in. Let's say 10 people come in. What percentage will sign up with you? What would you say? I'll say 80% or more. 80%? What happens to the other 2% who don't buy? What they want to do, some of them is really shop around. Go shop around? Yeah, go to some other place and they come back. But most of the time, they stay, they come in. What they have is for new clients, 
I've got three stands for 9.99. Sometimes like one session is only eight ten dollars. There is competition up there that are selling one ten for twelve dollars. My prices are really competitive. I don't want to really stuck in low. No, no, you don't. And that's another benefit. You see, when you have a succinct USP and a selling proposition, you can actually increase your price. See, most people only compete on price because they have nothing else to compete on. I don't want to compete on price. Yeah, you don't want to do that. Once we get a USP in place, you can start increasing your price because now you're going to be selling the real value of why someone should come tan with you. Exactly. And people will pay more for that. What I was thinking is, like, guarantee tan in two weeks or less. That's not a bad idea. So the 2% that don't buy, do you follow up with those ones who walk out of there? No, it's hard to. If I'm there, I make sure they stay and I do everything and I tell them, like, I really ask questions what they want to really establish. Mm -hmm. In most cases, I'm going to give them free value, trust out, no obligations, see how you like it. But you're not going to get 100%, okay? You're going to let some slip by if you're not following up for whatever reason. People may come in there, they may walk out and have intentions to sign up with you, but they may get busy. There may be interruptions in their life. Yeah, hard to take uh, names and addresses from the time they walk in. Okay, if I can show you a way to capture their name or an email address or a way to contact them, do you see that maybe we may be able to get that 1% of 2%? The way I capture them is I give them a free value. So you give them one free tan? Sometimes I could give them three free tans. For them to get the free value, they have to fill their names. And once they're in my system, I know I could mail to them directly. Yeah. What I did on the Christmas, I sent a Christmas card with $10 gift certificate voucher in that card and wishing them a Merry Christmas. I've got the return of... 18% on those. That's very good. Great. Even though it may not be a big increase, we could probably, just by following up with the people who walk out and come up with a way to capture their uh, information, maybe even without having to give something away for free, we could increase your business, even if it's 10%. That's still a 10% growth. Yes. Okay. Well, that's capitalizing on the people who don't buy. Now, uh, let's talk about your past, present, and prospective customers. I want to look at your customer base that's not being worked or your inactive customers or cross-selling opportunities with your business and also some back-end opportunities. This is where we can really get a lot of growth in the revenue for your business. I think I know that. I believe in this, and I know just to reactivate clients. That's what I should call. How long do they stay with you generally? More than a year, sometimes just a month. Stay one month, I know there is a problem with my services. Right. I've got right now a unique customer base of 350 people that they come in every month after month. So you have 350 people who are coming in monthly, and what are they paying per month? Average about... More than $30, 35 About $35 bucks a month? Mm -hmm. So that's 12250 a month of regular revenue coming in. Yes. All right, that's pretty good. I shouldn't say that because on the summer it's not the same way. What if we said you're bringing in uh, 8000 a month? Well, the sales for last month was about 13000 
Okay, so let me ask you this. That's on just your tanning service. They come in and they use the beds to get tan and they leave, right? Yes. Okay. We should go to the aesthetic service because that I could quadruple that side of the business. And what's that called? The aesthetic, the esthetician. Okay, do you have an esthetician on site? Yes, I do. Are the customers using that right now? French. Yes, and I know she visits probably only two hours to three hours a day. All right, so what kind of services does she provide? I think that the brochure also, the facial care, and then women waxing, manicure, pedicure, makeup, uh, pretty much full range of aesthetics. Let me ask this. You've got 350 customers paying ongoing on a monthly basis. How many of the customers are on your database that are not regular customers? Inactive? Yeah, inactive. I'll say 1,000. You've got 1,000 inactive customers. Those thousands, when they're inactive, are you doing anything, making any contact with them? No, I know. That's what, when I mention newsletter or a selling proposition. Absolutely. I know, Mike. That's where I could double the business. Double the business right there. Those are people that used to purchase from me. They'll purchase again. It is just they get busy and they come this month just because in March they have to go on vacation. They do not come after the vacation. Although they need to keep that tent, they will come next year. Tell me, oh, last year I bought 20 sessions, I probably should have 10 left. That is your best source for additional business. You're sitting on another 10000 a month right there in that database. Don't you think it would be important to consistently ask them to do business with you? I know. I even contacted a company. I wanted to do a, a design newsletter, send them every two months. It's a selling proposition. Sometimes all you need is a phone call and an invitation. There are services that I can help you out with that can make all those phone calls automatically within about three minutes of time once it's set up where you can give them a personal invite on their answering machine. There's enough money in there with a compelling offer to getting them back into your shop and to start rekindling a relationship with them. I would feel confident you can bring back at least 10 to 20% of those and, and make them consistent customers. Let's look at alliance opportunities. I want to look for different relationships with other businesses particularly in your database or right in your immediate location. Well, let me ask you, who are your customers? Are they just all kinds of people or mainly young females? How would you categorize? Uh, 75% are females. What ages? Age is between uh, 18 years to 30 years old. This is probably 60% of it. Okay. And do they all live in the area? 90% live in geographic distance. A lot of the young kids are students. Is there a university in your area? Not very close, but it's probably five miles away. I don't get many of them. There are other tanning places all the way. In just in this city, which is 200,000 population, I think there are... Do you know of any other businesses that have a similar type market who you could maybe do a promotion with? Yes. Well, any fitness. Any local gyms? Yes. Some of them, they have standing beds. They just have very basic equipment they provide to their members for free. Okay. I could target that market. Also, what I was thinking to 
giving some most of free values like newspaper, radio stations, something just design a package for people that work, let's say, in this. We have phone book guide directory there, probably, let's say, 200 pages. So if I go to them and give them this free value, uh, two weeks unlimited, I think it's something. Absolutely. If you can get them in the door and make them happy. There's all kinds of opportunities. There's probably four or five health clubs or curves, you know, where people are tanning or fitness centers or kickboxing or karate or dancing or whatever. You know, they're all over the place. I, I should have some selling proposition or something to their site. Well, what you do is you contact the owners and you do cross promotions where you can set up alliances and have them promoting your tanning business to their customers. And you can capitalize on their entire customer database and work out an agreement where you'll either promote their services or you can pay them a small commission or what have you. I tried with actually a cross promotion with the fitness. I gave uh, their member 15% off if they come in with their member card. I only have one person came in. Okay, so your offer wasn't compelling enough. 15% off doesn't mean much no. these days. You need to change the offer and try again, but not give up. But at least you tried. Uh, what I want to also have is something like for me just talk to the owner and ask him, look, can you put this here and I'll promote your service. Make come up with something. I'll display your services in my studio, you just put this thing here with people, something just to grab in, like cards, complimentary. Well, I'm going to give you one idea you can simply do. You could go to a local fitness center, and you can say, look, I've got a 1,000 people on my database. You've got a 1,000 customers and people on your database. Would you like to trade databases where you call and contact my customers with your offer, and I call and contact your customers with my offer? You trade databases, but you have guidelines on what they can do with or without the database. There is so much about uh, this privacy law in Canada that came in from January and I hear people are really sticky about it. No. The Privacy Act that's only if you're contacting people who are not on your customer list. If you're working with the fitness center and as a partnership, then I think you can do it. I mean, I may be wrong unless the fitness center swore that their list wouldn't be rented out or anything, but if the fitness center endorses you as a non-competing service and it helps and benefits their customers, I don't think there's any problem with that. It shouldn't be a problem if I come up with the ready material and ready self-pitch to attend to those. Probably should be something similar to... So do you see how setting up some joint ventures with some non-competing businesses how you could really get a ton of new customers as long as you can set one or two of these things up. You see how they could grow that business a little bit? Yeah, I could see might if you come up with those materials. Well, we could do that. Then you've got media. You know, are you doing anything with the media? Have you gotten any kind of newspaper write-up in your local media or any Just, radio? Uh, newsletter, newsletter, like uh, advertising in it. Most of the time, I actually don't want to put some coupons or something, I put a story. Oh, all right, you're talking about advertising. All right, tell me about your advertising. Are you doing any advertising? Yes, uh, this billboard. You're doing a billboard? Um, that's one way. Do you have a billboard up right now? Yes, I have it right now for Valentine's. Uh, how much is that billboard a month? $170. A month? 
Yes. Where is it located? On the front of the port, on the traffic light. There is a traffic uh, intersection. What does it say? What they have right now is brick stand and a sample of lotion for 28 dollars. And it has your phone number on there? Yes. Does it have the address? Oh, the address is right there. They know where we are. So this is right in front? Yeah, it's just in front of business quarter. Oh, okay, I got you. Quarter, there is a karate, yeah. uh, there is a variety store, there is a doctor's office, pharmacy, uh, stuff shop. Well, it sounds like you've got a lot of businesses right there in your uh, mall. Have you ever done any kind of little partnership or put coupons or stuff on the counters of these businesses? I place business cards and also complimentary tents. Has that worked at all? Not as much as I was expecting, you know. I don't know what I was expecting. What other advertising are you doing besides the billboard? Anything else? Yellow pages. How much are you spending on your yellow pages? 4000 a year. It's another 4000 on that. They've got the ads. So you're spending... 8000 a year. Is that where you're getting most of your new customers? Are you tracking that? Most of them are referred by friends. Most of them are referral. Mm-hmm. So you're advertising, you don't really know how effective it is? In the yellow pages, I don't really believe in it. Last year, I did not really have the same advertisement as this year. I actually upgraded this year with a selling proposition instead. In the yellow pages? Yes. When you get a customer calling, do you ask them if they saw the ad in the yellow pages or how they heard about you? Yes. We ask. There is in the software, it actually, once they come in, it's one of the questions. How do they call her about that? And how many times do they say the yellow pages? Not many. Overall, it's not paid off. Right. I'm not getting So you're money. losing money on your yellow pages? Yes, I am. So next year, you should stop your yellow page advertising, and that $8,000 you can put into other marketing methods with a lot more power and a lot more results. Yeah, so that's probably a good idea. I mean, do you think next year you're going to stop that? Uh, yellow pages, uh, they just come in March. My new advertisement is coming next month. Right now, they're on the website. The yellow pages got website, right? Yeah. So I was thinking I would get lots of people from the website looking, you know. Nowadays, people go to the yellow pages online instead of hard book yellow pages. And I don't really get... We could optimize your website. If someone's looking for tanning in your local area and they're searching any of the major search engines, mm-hmm. I can set your website up where you'll come up. When you pay Google? Not even with paid. You can get listed in the natural search engines. That can be done as well. You're spending a lot of money on Yellow Page advertising right now that isn't bringing you back any money. Now, what I was also wondering, the media's never done a story on you? Like, if we created a unique story? Bingo, Mike. That's what I wanted to concentrate. I was approached by this newsletter representative in the area who is sending 10,000 copies each month, asked me if I want to advertise. I said... I don't like advertising, I like to see a story about my business. And we'll try it small. I'll see how it's going to come up. That's what I want to see. You can create a unique story around your tanning bed, something really unique that catches attention. You've got to come up with crazy ideas. What city are you located in? Kitchener. Kitchener, and what's the state? Ontario. 
Okay, so you can say, local Kitchener, Ontario businessman tans his cat. You know what I'm saying? You can claim that tanning your pets are good for you. Something so crazy that the newspaper will come out and do a story on you. Oh, yeah, you got to come up with crazy stuff, like five kittens born in local Kitchener's tanning bed. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Funny stuff that makes the news. And you can send a press release out to the local papers, and they'll come out to your place, and you build a story around it. And, of course, they list the name of your company. And that's when I said that I want to have a free value given to this type of business, the radio, a worker, newspaper. Ontario Tanning Expert shows you five reasons why you should tan before your next vacation or five critical reasons why tanning beds are safer than outdoor tanning. Things like that. And the media looks for stories like that for the consumers. And you could become in your local area the tan man, the expert on indoor tanning. You could literally become a local celebrity because the media is always looking for great stories. So you need someone with creativity to position that for you and to show you how that's I, I've got one idea, Mike, about creating, uh, but uh, really growing my aesthetic spa business because I know that's where I could concentrate. That publicity and tanning, you know, it takes, not everyone wants to go indoor tanning, but every woman out there wants to look well, that's a whole other business, and that would be a whole other hour on the phone, but I see what you're saying. That I've got actually an, an idea, romance getaway for males when they purchase something for their females. I'm going to have a limousine pickup for the woman, bring it in the spa, take it to a restaurant after the spa where her husband is going to wait for her. We're going to have the dinner and the champagne and everything put in together. I think to advertise it as uh, we face marriages. Yeah, you saw that in the Dan Kennedy thing. Yeah, that's a great idea. That guy with the restaurant? Yeah, you could do the same thing. Then the romance director. Well, yes, the romance directory, but what I want to have is so not only the restaurant, but Limousine pickup. Yeah, that's an excellent idea, you see. And also, with your list in your database, direct marketing and direct mail and postcards and letters are very effective. You could really do a wonderful sales job selling someone on the benefits of tanning. If you took the time and you created a great direct mail letter, that could be mailed out to your non-active prospects and potential prospects. You know, you could get with the travel agencies in your area the companies who are booking travel, and you could create a report, especially for the travel agencies, on how to not get burned on your next vacation. And they could send that out to all their customers who they're booking vacations for who are going all across the world in hot sun climates, and they could incorporate in their travel package pre-tanning before their trip. That would be a nice benefit. I know I could specialize in this. Where I struggle is come up with this course, Mike. The ideas are there. I need a copywriter or someone when you said I'm going to design this to show the benefits and come up with it. That's where I cannot really communicate that or write it. I heard the best person to write an ad and everything is me. But it's probably because of my English is the second language. I'm limited. That's where I need someone who could come. I know there are out there, for sure there are out there those newsletters yeah. on tanning from the state or on any service. doesn't really have to be tanning. I just have to change the name. I totally understand.
some of the things we've talked about, I think we're on the same page. And you absolutely understand by having someone do these for you that it's basically money in the bank. You should easily be able to recoup your investment back and really grow that business to where you want it to go. I understand that. So for me, it's not really spending money. It's investing money or let's say 30% return on investment. I have some open time in my consulting schedule for this month. If it's something you'd be interested in to do, I think it would be a fun project. I'd love to work on this. You certainly don't have to do all of these projects to grow the business to where you want because you do have a, a limited capacity, and we may be able to just implement three or four of these steps in the system to get you up to full capacity. Can you handle the growth? If we can fill you up, you've got all the employees, and you can handle the growth and everything? Well, if I can't handle, I can't expand. So you'd be willing to expand if the growth was there? Mm-hmm. You know, for me, it's going to be I'll do everything I need to do from here, except writing for this whatever material. Sir. I could take my time to mail them, put the system in action. I'll act on everything that I have to, but uh, to come up with this, like writing this newsletter or writing the five benefits. Uh, well, see, I'm going to do all that for you. And even those reports that are going to be kind of a red report, giving, give those to the travel agencies with some voucher from our business. Yeah, absolutely. And make a gift to their Right. No, I'm going to do all that for you. But the first thing, I wouldn't do any of that until the first project's done. The USD is critical. I won't work on anything until that's done. Okay. Okay. What I can do is I'll make you an offer just like you make an offer to your new potential prospects. Yeah. Instead of buying the whole thing at once, I'll do the USP project. I'll do it for $1,500. And if you like the USP, and then we can move forward with the other project. The USP project isn't necessarily going to bring you immediate money, but it's got to be put in place because the next step, reactivating your customers, is where the money really is. I think we can get a lot of growth just by contacting your inactive customers, but we can't contact them without something to say. And we can't say anything until we develop and do the research on why your customers should come back, and that's the USP. Do you see? Okay. So. Your growth in your company, it may not come right with the USP, but it's a critical investment to do. And then once we have that, we can move on to step two, and we'll go from there. Is that all right with you? Yes, it is, Mike. Why don't I put together a simple agreement? I can email it over to you of what you're going to expect from me and what I'm going to expect from you. You'll have to pay me for the USP up front before I get started, and I'm ready to get going on it right away. There's four steps in the USP process. So I've done a lot of the interviewing with you, but I'll also want to talk to some of your employees, and I'll also be doing competitive analysis on your competition, which they won't know what I'm doing, but I'm going to document that for you, and I'm going to show you some things. Yeah. I could tell you some of the names and probably websites. Of we'll do that. I think it'd be a lot of fun. Yeah, send us the agreement. Fifteen hundred. You're gonna have a bank account where I could wire the money. Or yeah, I can give you a bank account. Mastercard. You could put on Visa, Mastercard, either way. Right. Can I do it, Canadian? Is your Visa a Canadian Visa? Yeah. yeah. Now, I think they automatically convert it. The rate is about another. 
12%. Yeah, you just give me your visa and I just run it through and it's, they convert it automatically. 1600 for me, it's probably going to be 1800. Okay, you're Canadian. I see what you're saying. Yeah, it's 1500 US. Well, what I'll do, uh -huh. why don't we go 1200 US? Oh, great. And then so we'll reduce it down on your end. That's great. Is that fair? That's fair, Mike, very much. This has been a pleasure. I think you're sitting on a lot of assets, there's no doubt. Is your customer database all entered into a database right now? It is in the Helios. Helios is a software designed for hair salons, tanning studios, and they are based in Utah. And it is a software, very smart. You could get from there everything. Okay, all right. Well, we can talk about it. Well, let me do this. Let me run now. I'll put together a simple agreement. I'll email it over to you. I'll send you a way you can get me paid with your Visa MasterCard, okay. and we'll get going on a good USP for you. Should I come up with some homework for you? Like After we take care of the payment, we're going to set up another time to talk. It takes generally four to six weeks for me to develop a USP. During that time, I will be asking you for some information that you're going to have to get to me. You're going to give me the, the names of your competitors for my competitive analysis, and then I will need some names and numbers of just some of your employees that I can talk to as well. I was thinking now the business period, Mike, for the tennis is uh, April, May. April and May. If we miss that, I cannot see my money until next year. No, 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 no. We can get going on this right away. We should be well into everything by the end of March, right at the beginning of April. Great. Okay? Great. I like to get on things fast. I like to give myself four to six weeks, but I may be able to even go sooner. Okay. All right. Thank you very much. It's been a pleasure. Uh, thanks for calling me. You're very welcome. Appreciate. If there is anything I could do for you, just... Want me to refer a probably a new company here? Well, let's just have a great success with you, and we'll use it as a case study. Okay, the biggest you. thing you can do for me is just we're going to work together as a team, mm -hmm. and uh, you're going to follow my advice. You just look at me as the doctor, okay? You're the patient. Yeah, you're the expert, I know, and I always want to have an uh, expert in my team. So. Okay, you got Thank it. Thank you very much, Mike. Okay, take care. How are that's the end of this opportunity analysis with the small business tanning bed operator. And please stay tuned for the future recordings as I'm going to document some of my consulting with him as I help build and grow his business. Thanks a lot. Here's another bonus tip from Michael Sinoff, HardToFindSeminars.com. And it's a collection of recordings on marketing consulting. I had met a gentleman named Richard who is one of the world's best marketing consultant. And I have 12 hours of audio interviews all on the subject of marketing consulting. We also have downloads to over 23 reports on the subject of marketing. In this section of recordings, you will find a multitude of ideas that will give you very valuable ideas on how to build and grow your business and also how to teach others how to grow their business with simple, no-cost, low-cost techniques. If you go back to hardtofindseminars.com to the main page, you'll see across the top in white, Consulting Services. If you click on that page, there's a form that will take you into a private secret section of my site I've set up just for you with all these recordings. All you have to do is fill out your name and your 
your information and you'll be whisked away to Consulting Secrets where we have thousands of dollars worth of free downloadable audio recordings in MP3 and Flash. Also the written printed transcripts and PDF that you can start learning from starting today. This information is hot. So get on over to hardtofindseminars.com. Check out Consulting Secrets.